Welcome back to another episode of Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your host Trace and your co-host Gaetano Conti. Yeah! Special co-host today because we have a special guest. We have Gaetano's good friend, Sin. Hello! Sin, tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm originally from the great state of Ohio. I've lived in Florida since 1996. Uh, I am a Cavaho, meaning I'm part of a Cava tribe. I'm allergic to alcohol, so I spend a lot of time uh, wasting my life drinking dirt water. What What is a What is a Cava tribe? A Cava tribe? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's if you go to Cava bars, you'll run into the same people all over. I've been into Cava bars in Chicago, Colorado. Uh, California, and always you'll run into somebody who knows somebody. So we're all part of the same little click. Little click, yeah. big, big little click. It's like uh, it's like being a barfly. Exactly. Except Kava. Except if it was like at a Friday's, right? So like it's like a chain. Yeah. And you'll just keep running into people in different places. There's right? chain Kava stores. There are. This is news to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm from Texas. There's not really Kava anywhere. So. Texas. Austin. Austin's got a couple bars now. Yeah, but Texas is one of those states where you can drive 12 hours and still be in the same damn state. Like, like Florida. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm a dominatrix. Yeah, that's that's the real interesting reason we have you on. Is that more interesting than the Kava thing? I, I, I know, down. right? Like, I, it really <laughs> kind of throws you through a loop there. <laughs> how how old are you, if you don't mind answering that? I am 34 years old. 34? Yes, sir. 96? Mm-hmm, so I was 8. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were a, a youngin', just a knee-high to a June bug. You are from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, what? I, I just kind of want to jump into this. What got you into the dominatrix thing? It was my mother's dream for me. My rest, my mom's soul. She passed away a few years ago, but she read Fifty Shades of Grey when it came out. I don't know, probably almost ten years ago. And she would always say, you know, I could see you in there. I could see you slapping these guys around. You would be so good at that, my wild child. So, in her passing, I was like, you know what? I think mom was onto something. I would be a great dominatrix. I've been in the BDSM world for a long time. I've, I've uh, been to a lot of fetish parties, and I used to work as a fetish and bondage model when I was you know, around 18 to 22, 23. Yeah. And then I left to get into a serious relationship. And uh, after that, pursued the dominatrix work, which That's, I love. Like, what do you, like, are you hired at, like, places? Do people hire you for events? Like, Both? this is, okay. Where are you like a regular at, if you don't mind? Well, I'm a regular with Gaetano's show here. Uh, (laughs) This Saturday, Propaganda Lake Worth, 6 South J Street. Put your funny where your mouth is. (laughs) Comics risk the lash to earn your laugh. This Saturday, 9 p.m. Showtime, 8 p.m. Doors. That is February 11th, by the way. This isn't every Saturday we're doing this. No, unfortunately, not yet, but soon. Very soon. Yeah. It's taken off. We killed it last month, or last show, a couple months ago, but last show, we had a line out the door of people waiting to get in before 8 o'clock. So get there early is what we're saying. And it's happy hour, 8 till 10, for those drinkers out there. So happy hour on a Saturday night. Look at that, guys. Come on. Come on out. (laughs) But anyway, back to this. So 
This has been rather recent then. I mean, if it was Fifty Shades of Grey, what was that, like 2012, 2014? Something like that, yeah. That, that, like, that's just such an interesting, like, jump into it. Was there any weird transition into it? Were you... Uh, I started go-go dancing for a fetish party that would happen monthly, and uh, that was my first step into it, so I would go and go-go dance, and I also perform as a drag queen. I'm a female-female performer. I'm an AFAB drag queen. Uh, I have a drag twin named uh, Gia Deluxe, and we met on the beach. He was in full drag, and it was like looking into a mirror. So we realized we had to take advantage of that. That was my childhood dream, was to be a drag queen. It was my mother's dream for me to be a dominatrix. Do you have an interesting family? <laughs> no, dude, that's not even the half of it. My cousin's Rick James. What? Yeah, I mean, that just kind of like... No, shut shit. up, I swear really? to God, dude, look it up. It's on Google. I mean, I don't know how, like, I'm going to... Like, it just Googles, is Sin related to Rick James? You could. You could put I mean, Cynthia Stokes and Rick James into the Google, and you will find in the Google album. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, you really were part of 88. <laughs> yeah, and you'll find it. Yeah, he's my uh, grandmother's sister's son. Okay. So, yeah, I come did from you, a really odd family. Did you hang out with him a lot? No, he was dead before I knew it was. What? Like, what Rick James right? died? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Who'd have thought, man? Living the, the pure, healthy life that he had. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, but I hung out with his brother in Buffalo, New York. He taught me how to play a little guitar when I was, like, you know, seven or eight years old. That's awesome. That was cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah, his brother's really dope. Fuck it, fuck was his name <laughs> I mean, we James got, James maybe James 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 uh, <laughs> that's just a lazy way to name somebody yeah. uh, <laughs> Triple J Jr. I love, I love it oh my gosh Sin you you have the most I just kind of want to delve into this like fuck these questions <laughs> like let's go Rick James is, <laughs> is your cousin and you have uh, your mom was like oh yeah you should be a dominatrix <laughs> Like, what's next? Your mom's just like, just don't be a whore. <laughs> like, oh, no. She would, my mom was very sex positive, for sure. That's good. For sure. If I wanted to whore, she would have been totally behind me. That's what's up. Yeah. No, mom loved me. Like, just the way just the way I was. I could come home completely fucking up, and she'd be like, that's my girl. Look at her go. <laughs> just the sweetest <laughs> old Finnish lady. And, like, if you had to picture her, if you think of Santa Claus, and you think of Mrs. Claus... My mother was like Mrs. Claus, just the sweetest old Finnish lady. Not at all what you. Yeah, I mean, because I am Santa Claus. That's right. Look at this road. I see. (laughs) It's all coming together. You know what threw me off was the shoes. I know. Well, I mean, you know. (laughs) Not Santa shoes. They're not. I I have the boots somewhere in my closet. (laughs) Lend you mine. Oh, okay. Are Doc Martens? They're Dick Martins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of visual gads snacks for an audio podcast. You gotta love it. <laughs> so, uh, you started this in like 2014. Like, what's your dating history been like? Because, like, I mean, as you said, you were a very sex positive family. So, like, was there like, when did you start dating? Ooh, I started dating. So, I remember the first boyfriend I could think well damn (laughs) it goes way back I remember being in kindergarten and there was a boy across the street named Justin Swan and we would hang out and play doctor you know big air quotes play doctor did you guys play doctor no no No, I look like this my whole life dude 
I was a black chick in Ohio. Like, <laughs> trust me. Uh, with a Finnish mother. Yeah, that's a rough... Yeah, dude, might as well. The real question is, when he played doctor, did he finish? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, we would take turns, you know, messing around. He would, you know... Is this appropriate? Who cares? It's an he audio would, podcast. Yeah, he would go down on me, but I wouldn't go down on him because I was afraid he'd pee in my mouth. And how old were you? Fucking, how old are you in kindergarten? Five, six? Oh my god, so like, yeah. you were just getting your, your pussy in and out by like... A seven-year-old. He was a little older than me, and he oh was blonde, god. and he had the bowl cut. Hot. And you have to... <laughs> my favorite part about this is you have to live with these memories. That's great. No, absolutely. <laughs> a seven-year-old boy eating you out. That's... Uh... <laughs> At least he was age-appropriate. I mean, I mean yeah. Fuck, some people have not... way worse memories. I, I guess you're right about that. I mean, at least it wasn't your uncle. <laughs> yeah, dude. At least it wasn't Rick James. <laughs> Yeah, dude, exactly. So how old were you then when you when you lost your virginity? Because I uh, had to have been like eight. Like, I was 11. <laughs> ah, it's close! <laughs> yeah, I was 11. I lost my virginity. Okay, so I lied to the guy. Me and my neighbor were really good friends, right? She was 13. Her boyfriend was 15 or 16. And uh, he brought his friend over. I guess my sister had planned to lose her virginity. Told me nothing, right? Invites her boyfriend over. They sneak through my front window. He brings a friend, which I didn't know what the fucking, you know, what that meant at that age, yeah. but it means we're all hooking up, right, yeah. if you bring a friend. So they start making out on my bed, I'm on the floor with this guy, it's uh, President's Day, I want to say 1999, that feels right. Oh, that yeah. was a big year, President's Day, <laughs> you that was right it. after Bill Clinton got uh, <laughs> How could you forget, dude? And we're like watching cartoons, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I told the guy I was 13 or 14 also, 17. His name was Raul Antonio Brenes. And I that matters. I'm just doxing everything. I'm doxing the <laughs> fuck out of Raul, dude. Yeah, you had sex with a child. Yeah, he did. He did. So he lost his virginity to me as well, right? And so I felt like I should tell him the truth. You know, I'm 11 years old. So the next day I'm on the phone with him. And I was like, hey, I lied to you. I have something to tell you. I'm actually 11. I'm not 13. As if that was such a huge difference, right? Yeah. But, uh... I thought he was going to freak out or hang up the phone, but no. He goes, now I'm going to fuck you in the ass. So I freaked out and I hung up the phone. Did he fuck you in the ass? Absolutely never saw that man again. So six years like later. I called him a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Dude. Well, when you're, when you're 11, 17 is definitely oh, shit, a man, right? I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, that is rape. Like, yeah, that is. I mean, it was Depend 1999. Rape was a totally different thing. I then. mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> It's changed so much. But like, I, 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 he had to have gone around telling his friends he lost his virginity, and then they would have been like, "Well, how old? Like, where do we know?" Or like, oh, I'm not gonna tell. Like, <laughs> he seemed pretty proud of it, honestly. Dude. Like, you know. But uh, the best part was, six years later, yeah. my sister, or I call my neighbor my sister, this girl I grew up with, she goes, "He got caught on to catch a predator." Oh, yeah, 23 years old. He got caught on to catch a predator. Oh, shit. And he's, dude, that's why I doxed him. You can look his name up, dude. There's a great video. I kind of want to watch this video. You definitely just, like, should. This. Just like, take our time <laughs> to watch this man. It's your call, man. Get Chris Hansen. Yeah, man. he did. Did the bush tackle him? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. No, no, I don't think so. I think he stayed inside and yeah. just waited. He got deported back to the Dominican Republic. I mean, I wonder why. Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> he did. And as he's messaging the decoy, one of the things he asked her was like, D- 
do you do butt stuff? <laughs> still, still searching. Like eventually, he'll get one. Not to toot my own horn here, but I feel kind of responsible for making this man a pedophile. Yeah, I mean, like you really did kind of break that seal. I ruined him. Six years later, I mean, he was still looking for that young puss. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, guys, don't fuck with sin. <laughs> That should just, honestly, that should be uh, the motto for our church. <laughs> oh my god, Oh guys. my god. So, like, how, how many people have you, have you dated in your life? My serious relationships. Okay, so the first time I really fell in love, I was about 14 or 15 in Ohio. I went back for some high school. Um, that was, like, my most serious relationship. And that was, that was unremarkable so then I had a boyfriend when I moved back I was completely heartbroken I moved back I was 15 and I started dating a guy who was 23 so but you gotta understand also my parents were 18 years apart so growing up to me that kind of an age gap didn't seem like such a huge deal right? yeah it's still statutory right it absolutely <laughs> is I'm not denying that whatsoever yeah, but like, at the same time mentally and emotionally this man was 15 also no I mean I get that <laughs> 100% like, I just remember being in high school and this girl's like yeah I'm my boyfriend he's 24 I'm like he you guys had sex and she goes yeah I'm like he's a rapist like yeah. that's what he is like everyone I know knows a rapist they're all around us. Like, that's not, like, a unique thing, yeah. dude. So many people. You can walk into any room and throw a nickel and hit a rapist, dude. I mean... <laughs> They're everywhere. You're not wrong. You're what fucking is it? One out of every three women have been raped. But nobody knows a rapist. Like, everyone's yeah. like, not me. Not this well, guy. I think it's just, like, one guy that's really... <laughs> just jacking up those scores. Rick James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, it's just really your, your family and you that's causing this. <laughs> Can all be traced by six degrees of sin. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that should be uh, the name of your autobiography. There you go. Yeah, this Dude. is wild life sin. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. You know, it seemed pretty. It was. It was a life worth writing about. You know, some people read. I like how you're saying it, like as if you're dead. You're like, <laughs> you're not 34. You're like this. Yeah, the life was wild that, that this woman had. Uh, <laughs> In a way, you know, that part of my life is dead and over. I'm like, I don't know. I'm in a completely different headspace. I don't date much anymore. Um, and but I guess still, I'll explain why. Do you still fuck? No. Really? I don't even masturbate. Really? Yeah. No, I've reached, like, nirvana. That, I mean, good for you. Yeah. Like, so you're just celibate. Yeah, abstinent. Have... I would say abstinent because celibacy is like a pledge you make for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. But abstinent for sure. I could go the rest of my life without having sex and I'd be totally fine with that. Good for you. Yeah, Good. I mean, I, I've learned to love it. You know, at first I was like, there's something wrong with me. Am I frigid? Am I broken? And my buddy looks at me and he goes, that's dope, man. And I'm like, what do you mean that's dope? He goes, you can't have sex with someone you don't love. And I'm like, damn. And that was probably eight years ago or so. And it's true. So you haven't had sex in eight years. Oh, no. I was in a relationship, so I had sex. But I, I have to be, like, deeply in love with the person to be interested in having sex with them. Okay. Yeah. So then my, my next question is, what's your body count? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. You guys want to guess? Uh, we'll say it's over or under 100. Over. Over. For sure. 200? Probably higher than that. Okay, 500? Maybe. Now we're getting close. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is, 
the person who surpassed me I'm on this podcast. I'm 34, dude. Yeah, I know. I started at 11. Touche. I used to fuck so much, right? Because I was an ugly, weird little kid, right? So how else do you get validation except when people start wanting to have sex with you, right? You're like, this is dope. Plus, I just really liked sex. I just it's really a fun enjoyed it. Thing. It is. It's an absolutely fun and wonderful and normal and natural human thing. And so I always said, if nobody told you the difference between sex and a handshake, how would you know the difference? And I just fucked. Well, nice shoes. Want to fuck? A yeah. handshake can't happen to completion. Depends on who's handshaking, <laughs> bro. I guess it's what I've you're seen it. I've seen it. You've seen somebody come from a handshake? It's close to it. I mean, I'm a massage therapist, so I've seen a lot of things. So my, my main, like, actual job is working you know, as a massage therapist. going back to what we were saying, you know, you can't spell therapist without the rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is great. It's just a big circle for your life. <laughs> You're the problem. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I never denied that. That's that's a fact. Or am I the solution? I mean, you're causing rapes. Yo, so. I'm not causing anything. I am definitely not behind we the rape We literally established that the first person you had sex with was a statutory rape. Yeah, but I've never made anyone do anything. I mean, you, you lied know, to right? him. Granted, you lied. Which like he was so years. lit about. Like, he was so into <laughs> So that was in him I before like I ever entered the picture. I'm going to blame it on you. He was ready to rape. <laughs> I mean, apparently, just when his next thing was, oh, you're 11? I'm going to stick it in your asshole. Like, <laughs> what type of, like, mentality is that? Like, oh, well, she was 13, she's too mature for that. A non-cookie-cutter mentality. Oh, my gosh, that's ridiculous. Uh, so, let me, let me ask, let's get past, you know, your, you, you and us making light of rape. Uh, <laughs> Because it's a serious thing, guys. It we're just, sure is. We're just really... Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, we're no, making no, no. jokes about statutory rape. We're making jokes about my <laughs> statutory rape. Exactly. Not other people's. That's yeah, a completely different thing. it's a disgusting thing. thing that happens. Dude, it's fucked. It's okay. absolutely fucked. But the first time I ever was, like, actually... So I've been sexually assaulted a couple times. Not fun. Not a good time. What? It's not... Completely <laughs> different animal, right? It's like... I had this job, I was working as a security guard, right? I was moonlighting as a security guard, and I was the best security guard because I didn't notice anything. Absolutely oblivious. If you asked me if I just saw the crime, I would say, no, can you please describe it to me? <laughs> it could have happened three inches from me, I missed it completely. But I had this, uh, this site supervisor that I worked with for years, and he was like my homie. And uh, we would you know, change shifts, changing of the guard, literally. And I would work an overnight. He would come in at 7 a.m. We'd have our cigarette and separate. And he was going through it with his girlfriend. And he was like, oh, I'm having a really bad day, Sin. You know, can I have a hug? And I was like, of course. So I go and give him a hug. And he slams me up against the door, shoves his tongue in my mouth, and grabs me by the pussy. This is before Trump, too. I was about to say. Real trendsetter here. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, you're in the moment. He, like, shoves his tongue in my mouth, grabs my pussy, and puts my hand on his dick in, like, seconds. And then a car pulls up to the gate, and he just walks away. And I was like, holy shit, dude. And I grab my book bag, and I run out, and I go home, and I text him. Because you, you go through all these things where you're like, did I say something? Did I do something? Did I give him the wrong idea? But there's nothing there. You didn't, right? So I'm texting him, and I'm like, hey, I don't know what that was, but that can never happen again. And he was like, oh, come on, you're being too serious. No big deal. No worries. It won't happen again. I mean, he went right for the pussy. Dude. Like, what? not an ass grab. No. 
Like, what? How do you... How is that? That's such an aggressive move. I know. The balls on this guy, man. And we were friends. And I think that's what fucks you up the most, right? Yeah. When it's like, you know, the guy lost my virginity to. I actually don't know at all. Yeah, it's great. So it's like, and it was very consensual. I was like, I want to, I want to lose my virginity. I want to be cool. I want to have sex, right? Because it was the nineties and that's how we thought, you know, you smoke cigarettes, you fuck, you're cool, right? That's like the, the math there. Sure. Um, now people are celibate and they vape and, and they're cool, right? Yeah. It's definitely I changed. Like, I don't know. Texas sex is still like shaking hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was very surprised when I came out to Florida and everybody's so like, I, I, I think I'm going to love them if I'm having sex with them. I'm like, no, like you're just having sex with a stranger. Let's be real about this. What? Right? <laughs> we have different friends. I, know, I think that's the thing. Yeah, for sure, dude. But yeah, want to hang out with your friends. Yeah, rape's no fun, but we can get back to dating. Yeah, I mean, because that's no fun either. Let's talk about like, that. I, yeah, I mean, the whole rape portion of this episode is uh, really dragged on. I didn't <laughs> normally but, uh, that's brought up maybe a second. Uh, <laughs> we we don't. We're twenty one minutes in. It's all been about that. I'm sorry. So you're single. Yeah. I'm very single. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, but also very unavailable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You single, don't say. But I'm unavailable. How, yeah. how, what, why is that? Because I'm busy being a dominatrix. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And I just got out of something in May. I was okay. in a, like a long-term relationship that... Yeah, I'm good. I'm tired, man. I need, I need a little time for myself. You get out of a relationship and it's like coming out of a coma. You look around and you're like, my professional life isn't where I need it to be. My money is not where I need it to be. I'm in my fucking mid-30s all of a sudden and I'm not where I need to be. So until I have those pieces in place, until I get the fuck out of Florida, I'm just not interested in dating, you know? So you don't plan on staying in Florida? Absolutely not. Going back to Ohio? No. No, I could. I liked Ohio, you know? Ohio's, Ohio's not as... Ohio's a fucking meme now. Are you familiar yeah. with that? Oh, yeah, I know. Dude, the fuck... I don't know why there's so much hate for Ohio. They went from Florida to Ohio. It's like, my fault. It's is, me. Once again, <laughs> You're welcome. it's this weird thing that just revolves around you. Main like, character syndrome. I know. Uh-huh. That has to be it. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> <laughs> so you're single, but you're unavailable. Yeah. Uh, how? And that was since May. Mm-hmm. What? Let me ask you this: What's your sexual preference? Men. Men? Yeah. You won't, you don't, you're not a switch hitter? No, I'm not. I learned that uh, earlier in life. You know, I thought I was gay. I thought I was bisexual until I dated a woman. And then I realized that she didn't have a penis. And that was a huge problem for me. Oh, no, that's a big issue. Yeah. Like, I mean, now granted, for me, if they have a penis, that's a problem. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was, well, she was also, yeah, she was a cis woman and she had a vagina, and that was just, it was all soupy, and I had nothing to offer it, and it was just not for me. She was so hot, dude. That always stinks. Yeah. Like, her pussy didn't, though. Well, I mean, that's always good. Yeah, her pussy was fine. Delicious just, pussy is always great. Yeah, I guess when so. It, when it smells like a fish factory, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, would you do a threesome with a woman? Would I? I have. Okay. I, I don't think I'd be open to it because I only am interested in sex if I'm in like a loving, monogamous relationship. And so, yeah, threesomes probably wouldn't be for me. Okay, I was going to yeah. bring out a chart and be like, what, now, how much 
pussy would there have to be and how much dick? <laughs> I want to see the chart. I mean, I was just going to build it right here. Okay. Is this your own home creation? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's very simple. Oh, wow, yeah, simple. obviously. Okay. He brings out the whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is here it is. crazy The chart. amount of pussy that, you're getting, that there is and the amount of dick that there is. If it's going up like this, where do you think, like, is, like, the end point? I'm like. so bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> Can it just be a straight... I mean, I think you already made the line on the bottom where the D is. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Just right across Fucking the bottom. straight dick, dude. I, I, I'm glad that you like straight dick. I love dick. Like, I mean... No curve in that dick. I'll I'm, take curved dick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take all kinds of dick. I do not discriminate. Uncircumcised dick. What about micro Small dick. Yeah, dude. Give me that micro dick, dude. Really? I've encountered a micro penis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the numbers of 500, I feel like you would have counted every type. They're around. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I've seen them all. What's the biggest dick? Oh my god. This porn star named Shorty Mac. Look him up. Oh, you fuck Shorty Mac? Yeah. Dude, why? Yeah, I know all the porn stars. That thing is like a fucking, like a branch. Yeah, and he's like a midget. Too. I know. Sorry, a little person, a little person. Holy, don't cancel me, a little person. Shorty Mac. Yeah. How was it? It was unremarkable, to I, be honest. I mean, it didn't, like, I've seen When the it dicks that big, right, it can't get enough, this is the massage therapist in me, it can't get enough blood flow. So it's like, um, it acts like um, memory foam. Like, it, it gets, like, squishy, like the sponginosum. Really? Big word, sponginosum. That's the tissue on the outside of the penis. It, it retracts, and it just kind of conforms to the shape of your vaginal canal. Yeah. It's not all that, dude. I'd rather have a six-inch rock-hard penis than Shorty Max, you know, 20 inches around fucking... The thing is, like, oh my god, that's bigger than, like, a lot of guys' biceps. It like. is. <laughs> it is, dude. Holy shit. Like, yeah. how did that come to be? I was in L.A., and uh, I was doing the fetish and bondage modeling and stuff, and I was I was very much in the porn world, and I, like, I went bowling with James Dean. James Dean was a good fuck. I, I, he seems like a good what? fuck. What? Like, oh. I, I read, I've like read up on like his like dude. life. It's really fascinating. Like, <laughs> oh, James seems such a sweetie. He dude. seems like such a nice he guy. He really is. Like, okay, so you know all the porn stars from back in the day. Like, well, yeah, I mean, as you said, the male porn stars are the same. Yeah, they haven't changed at like, all. Like, I feel like a lot of them are like the same, like as what they would be in the videos. Very, very that. There's very little character work in yeah. the porn world, dude. I'm with Not you. a lot of method acting going on. Yeah, in so the interesting thing about the porn world is like gay men get paid the highest and trans women get paid very well as, as well in the, in the porn community um, women yeah. get paid the second highest and straight men make the least so it's really flipping the patriarchy on its head yeah <laughs> yeah so if you guys want to be like true women's rights activists do porn do porn 100 percent. i think that's the thing i agree fully take just, take that shit in your own hands like now i just want to like which porn stars have you fucked oh god okay <laughs> this is gonna be a minute just start naming some and i'll let you, you know let me ask you this have you fucked danny d danny d is he miami no, he's a British dude with no. a giant cock. No, um, no, no, I haven't fucked Danny What about uh, J-Mac? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I fucked J-Mac. How was that? It was fine. That was okay? Yeah, J-Mac's really cool. Yeah, I mean, he has that, like, powerbomb move that he yeah. does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Did you do that to you? <laughs> <laughs> this is really getting into, like, how much porn I've watched in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. But I mean, 
that was so long. It was like 15 years ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. I know? mean, it was 15 years. You're 30. Like, you were like 18 at the yeah, time. Yeah, 18, 19, Luckily, 20, you were legal. 21. Yeah, uh, yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah, but hey, that's normally <laughs> who gets into porn. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. Um, what else? Where, where, where were we talking about? We were talking about the porn stars you fucked I'm like. looking up the names. I'm looking at a list. I'm like, I'm why do you have a bunch of naked men on your phone? Get That's my background. He's just sitting here quietly <laughs> scrolling through a bunch of nudes of dudes. Absolutely. So Johnny Sins, just because Nico has the best Johnny Sins joke ever. Yeah, really? I don't think is. I fucked Johnny Sins. Uh, you didn't fuck Johnny Sins. He's the classic. He it's produces also. Though, yeah, right? I think I've, I've worked with him, but I did not shoot with him. I don't think I'm as tight. Did you ever do any of like the um, the Joanna Angel series? Joanna Angel. Joanna Angel, whatever the fuck her name is. No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, she no. she does like all like the goth porn. I felt like that would be like well up your well burning angel. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. It's What's not, the production no, um, house that they have? Is it Burning Angel? It's Burning Angel. I'm thinking of something else then, so no. But I shot with Kink.com. That was oh, my goal. Okay. That was my whole goal getting into it. I wanted to shoot for Kink.com. And you got there? Yes. Were you? Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Can yeah. we find the video? Like, if somebody wanted to find the video. <laughs> <laughs> what would they search? Yeah. What would they look for? Yeah, I'm not going to. You, you can figure it out. I, once it gets off, off I, I would it. think it would be funny just to jerk off later. Like, <laughs> it's out there. Oh my it's god, that's this is hysterical. <laughs> I have one more porn star question because you fucked uh, Shorty Mac. Did you fuck Shane Diesel? Damn, did I? <laughs> Brian Pumper, yes. Shane Diesel. Ah, uh, no, there's another one though, named after like a like a movie star. What the fuck was his name? Like a big black. Dick. God damn it. I'm pretty sure that, that sounds like Shane Diesel. But... You know, now I gotta Google something. Should we just pause this so we can look up the porn stars that you fucked? Let me see. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, because, like, this is just gonna be dead air. No. Okay, so, you know what? Let's... Uh, I was just gonna go back to pitching the thing that we have this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta come see me. You yeah. gotta come see me and let me beat you up, because that's all I'm into now, baby, is just whipping ass. That's your only pleasure. Yeah, I really do enjoy it. And I think there's a good, like, psychological component to it. I have a, a current bitch boy in my life that I work with regularly. And I get most of my clients through word of mouth and then coming out to these events, like the ones I do with Gaetano here. This weekend, February 11th, Propaganda Lake Worth, South J Street. You got to come see us. I'll put a hurting on you. Please don't whip me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do it without your consent. That's not okay. No, I mean, of course, me getting on stage is the consent. Not <laughs> necessarily. we got to get some paperwork for that, dude. <laughs> yeah. I need to know that when they go up there, they've already consented to being beaten on. Well, it's <laughs> part of the show, and everyone knows that that's what you're going up there. You're risking to go up there. Yeah, you tell your lawyer that. I know. That's <laughs> like... Yeah. Get in right in. I know. <laughs> All those things where they were like, I thought it was a joke. It's like, yeah. I didn't think she so, was going to make me bleed. This is going to be the, the official <laughs> statement. If you're going on stage, <laughs> prepare to get whooped by sin. Yeah, I can be nice, too. I can be very... I consider myself a very sensual dom. I work, like I said, as a massage therapist, and I, I specialize mostly in femdom massage which is actually a whole lot of fun, especially for people who are new to BDSM or not sure what their boundaries are with kink. 
So it would be like a standard massage with some BDSM elements incorporated. Okay, and you need to elaborate on this. this you look interested. I'm yeah. very interested in it. Like, <laughs> listen, I mean, I I know I look like this, but <laughs> granted, I look like this. What does that even mean? You're a good-looking guy. Oh, what does I, that even you're mean? You're sweet. I just meant, like, I look like a slob that never gets laid. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Lies. Lies. This guy fucks everybody. I can see it. <laughs> I so, dude. He's got indoor plants, bro. This guy fucks. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I wasn't even saying, like, I don't get laid. It's just like... So, no, like, because all the different kink and all the, the whole world fascinates me. Okay. All the, so, like, what, like, I've never heard of femdom massage. Femdom massage. I know femdom, and I know massage. Sure. And I've never known that, like, you could hire somebody to dominate you in a massage. They seem contradictory as well. No, saying. not at all, dude. There's something really, it, it brought me into dom space doing massage, right? Because, like, growing up, you know. Guys were always very weird, especially about getting their butts touched. I don't know, every guy I know, unless it's another dude touching their ass, has a problem with it. You know, you go to grab your boyfriend's ass and they're very uncomfortable. So when you're doing massage, men are face down, ass up, butt naked for me, and they trust me. There's a, a trust exchange happening immediately, right? Okay. For just a standard massage. And when you work on a guy's glutes and hips and, and thighs and everything, it's it's where you hold, it's your center of gravity, it's where you hold most of your attention. So working on people there has always been rewarding in a non-sexual way, and just like a very like, guys love having their butt touched, right? So translating that into BDSM is easy. I mean, that's a very simple transition. Like, are you like slapping it? Or a little bit. Do you wear like Tickling, that? scratching, smacking, smothering. I do a massage where I use my butt. <laughs> I will sit on you. Like if if people are tender, you want to give them a nice, even, deep amount of pressure. Like my ex-boyfriend had sensory uh, stimuli issues where he would get really easily overwhelmed and he was very tense and any amount of pressure would like tickle and make him very uncomfortable. That sounds and, like me. Yeah, and I would just lay on top of him while he would breathe for a little while and use my body weight to kind of like slowly relax him sounds really nice it is it's <laughs> wonderful and then on the glutes and stuff you know instead of just putting my hands especially on my bigger clients i sit on their on their tush while they breathe you know and just kind of help them relax that area and then if it warms up enough you spend a lot of time warming up the body then you could start to go deeper with forearms and elbows and things like that you know. Like into the butt? No, oh. no, it didn't sound that way though, didn't it? No, on the butt, on the butt, across uh, okay. the butt, not into the butt. I'm not going forearms deep into the butt. I don't know. Not I mean, my you thing. said a bit loose inside. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But you see? You see how similar they are? No, so yeah. like, are you naked when you're doing not this? Not at all. Not no. at all. Mm -mm. That's no. interesting. No, no, no. This is not about me. This is about me taking care of you. Yeah. I wear whatever the fuck I want, and you're not allowed to touch me for the most part, dude. Well, that's good. It's very like, you're lucky to be breathing my air, you piece of shit. No, you I mean, know? that's kind of the whole idea of femdom. Absolutely. Like, no, there's no... And because I'm, I'm pretty... I, I don't like the labels, but I guess I'm very demisexual, which is like on the asexual spectrum. Yeah. I have no interest. I don't find people sexually attractive. And my buddy was like, what do you mean you don't find people sexually attractive? And I was like, well, you're a, a straight guy, right? 
And he goes, yeah. And I said, you could see a good-looking guy, and you could be like, that's a good-looking guy, but you don't want to fuck him. And he goes, well, yeah. And I said, I feel that way about everyone. So for me, it's not a sexual experience. For me, it's more of me providing uh, a safe place for people to express themselves sexually and to be heard and seen and kind of taken care of. I have a very like maternal energy with my clients, and I care very much for their experience. So they come to me and they open up about things that maybe they're uncomfortable to talk to other people about. And we can discuss that. And sometimes I'm the right provider for you. And sometimes I'm not going to be. But I can refer you to somebody who might be a better fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. No, that's, I mean, that's really what, when it comes down to it, most Dom is. Absolutely. It's to that, like, what it is actually about, like, the, like, I just wanted to live for pain. That's when you're like, oh. Yeah, no, there. not like, my thing at all, really. Like, like, I mean, you don't seem like it. And how should someone get in contact with you if they hear it and one of your services? Oh my god, dude. This is such a fucking shitty thing <laughs> that my Instagram got fucking deactivated. So how else would somebody get yeah. in touch with me? Damn, you put me on the spot. So the you can message of... Scum Comedy. You, you could. could. <laughs> you can message Scum, you, you can message me. You could message either of these gentlemen to get in touch with me. They have my number. We could set something up. 10% for the... Referral five percent, a free spanking, a free spanking. Yeah, so every client that sounds like me for me to go fifteen. <laughs> you say free spanking, but I don't know. Like everything you described, to where you're like, yeah, it's so tense and it's sensory overload. I'm like, that's me. Like this girl came over to my house and she was tickling me. I was like, stop it, like stop it. Like I it was will, way too much for do me. Do not fucking tickle me. No, I hate it. I, I would rather be so gang much. raped. Than like, I'm right there with you. Dude, I understand completely. Like, people, I say that in public quite often. Yeah. Like, I would rather be gang raped than fucking tickled, dude. It's too much. It's horrible. It's too it's much. It's hell on earth. And when people find out, they're just like, oh, I'm going to do it more. That's some and it's sick like, shit. It's like, don't fucking do it. I've asked you nicely several times to stop. Like, the next time, my fist is going to go through your fucking face. Dude. Like, I punched an old man in the chest for that once. I just wish you ended it at a punched old man in the chest. (laughs) (laughs) He was so cute. You remember the movie Old School? Yeah. You're my boy, Blue? Blue? Yeah, we had a customer at the Cabo Bar we called Blue. He was the cutest old man. He was only 65. He looked like he was 98. Like, he was such a crotchety, cute old man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Cabo. And I'm sitting at the bar, and he walks up, and I guess he kind of tickled my side, and my fist just went out to the side, and you just heard this huge thump of me hitting his chest. And I was like, oh my god, Dennis, I'm so sorry, Blue, I'm so sorry. And he couldn't, he starts coughing, he couldn't breathe. (laughs) Two months later, he was dead. I'm not saying it was my fault. Once again, your life, (laughs) your actions. I don't know how safe I feel having you in my apartment. This uh, is the sin the Bible was talking about. <laughs> <Saturday. laughs> yes! <laughs> no, I didn't kill Blue. Uh, I'm not taking that all, dude. No. no, I mean, I feel like that's the one that you shouldn't take. Yeah. Kill <laughs> the rest are definitely... You, really, you get them coming and going. You get them when, oh, uh, statutory rape, and you killed an old man. Like. <laughs> We're safe for now. Yeah, when you're middle-aged, you're hanging with sin, you're okay. But no, okay, so one of my favorite clients is 87. I've been seeing him since he was 83 years old. He's doing great, okay? I'm not going to take responsibility for all bad that is happening in the world. 
a little sin can be good for your life. I think I'm keeping him going, honestly. Well, good for you. He just likes a little prostate massage, dude. A couple titties in his face and a little, like, you know, gooch rubbing. <laughs> I thought you said it was completely closed. Yeah, it is. So the titties in the face. Yeah. Oh, you just do that? Yeah, exactly. The cle- cleavage in the face. Oh. Cleavage in the face. Like, I always like, wear clothes. Motorboat or like... Well, he's face down anyway, so it's just kind of like the boobs are kind of grazing his head and his back and stuff like that. Well, that's always a nice feeling. And when I say prostate massage, I don't do penetration on him. I just like like massage in there. Like his butt, his like glutes. Yeah, his taint. It's more of like a well, taint Well, that's thing. a big thing. Like, I, I, I need to get myself a Tachi Magic Wand just so I can shove that thing on my taint. Yeah, you can. I don't know if you've ever done that, guy. No. Like, oh, my God. It Keep feels, that prostate healthy. It is amazing. Also, here's the thing. You could just leave it there during sex, and then your dick vibrates while you're inside her. You don't need to do anything. You just have a, you basically turn your dick into a vibrator. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you get a vibrating butt plug to wear while you're fucking? Because, as we've said, I, 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 things, like, I've tried having things go in there, and I'm just not about it. Like, I, I, I would love to, mm-hmm. but my body just tenses up way too much. Oh, I've been there, dude. And so, like, and then somebody said, like, oh, well, just take a, a small butt plug and, like, you know, over time work it up. And I'm just like, that. It doesn't work. That's really taking it in the ass. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> dude, it doesn't work that well. So, like, the in, in the porn world, right, like, if a girl's going to do an anal scene, because I used to do hair and makeup for porn shoots, yeah. too, so I've, I knew everybody. Um, they would tell you to wear a butt plug while you're in the makeup chair as if that's going to fucking help. It's not going to help, really. Very little help. You need to have foreplay. Somebody needs to warm you up. You need to be comfortable. You need to know the right way to breathe for something like that. And you really got to be into it. Like, I wasn't yeah. comfortable with anal, personally, until I was older and more experienced sexu- sexually. And I wasn't in my head about it. Because if you're worried about it at all, it's not going to be a good time. If you're like, oh, my God, I hope I can do it. No. You know when you can do it. Like, yeah. like that moment comes to you and you're like, oh, yeah. Stick it in my no. ass. I'm ready. <laughs> God bless. Uh, I will say what does help, which I don't think they make it anymore, is huffing VCR cleaner. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Learn something it every day. It dilates your butthole. I don't know why What it about is. poppers? Yeah. I, 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 maybe that's the same thing. Like, that Cleaning my be, VCR with my poppers. Yeah. Like, you just huff VCR cleaner. That used to be a big thing in like the VCR? 90s. VCR? People mm. don't even know what VCRs are anymore. I know. Let's get you a Betamax. Fluffer. Listen, I'm all about just like my my eight tracks and my laser disc. Uh, <laughs> Blu-rays. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> R.I.P. Rip Blu-ray players. Oh man, I mean, technically, like most video game players now are Blu-rays, so you still got them. But who the fuck is renting when you have Netflix? Whoa, what? <laughs> video games, Netflix. The consoles. The consoles, okay, now. Like, everything right. there has a Blu-ray player on it. Wow, it was all Japanese to me. <laughs> I didn't understand. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that you're Took technologically closed off. I am in some ways. I am in some ways. Miss Femdom Massage. Yeah, I'm a hands-on kind of girl, okay? Oh, I, I bet you I don't are. even have an OnlyFans. I really should, though. I'm so late to the party on that one. I feel like you'd kill it, though. You I mean, think? with just, like, where you, like, what you do... I don't think that people would be like, this bitch. They'd be like, like, finally! (laughs) We've been waiting! 
Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I mean, I, I would subscribe, but that's just because, like, I, I don't pay for it. Like, never have, never will. That's my, my rule. Interesting. Why is that? Porn? I won't pay for porn. I won't pay for... Because first off, here's my thing about OnlyFans. Like, nudes? Nudes? <laughs> that's something that needs to be won in battle. Like, I'm not paying for, like, a trophy. Like, like I wouldn't go to, like, a store and be like, oh, that's a cool elk's head. I'm going to pay for it and mount it on my wall like I killed it. Like, same thing with nudes. Like, I need to earn them. Like, I'm not going to pay for them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I killed it myself. I want to kill her. I mean, I want to get her nudes yeah. in real life. <laughs> I want to kill her in real life. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's exactly... <laughs> Woo! The yeah, analogy. I, I want to no. murder that we pussy. We want to rape to murder. Yeah. We've been all across the board tonight. <laughs> What's the next question? The next question, how do you find a mate? <laughs> <laughs> I do a little mating dance. Yeah, no, but seriously, like, what's your, like, I take it, as you said, you're, you're demisexual, so you probably don't go on the apps. Oh, God. But I have. Of course, everybody has. I have. But I only have recently. Oh. Yeah. Miss, I'm closed off. I am. Well, that's no, empty. Didn't, that. It didn't, uh, oh, thank you. You're welcome. There's it didn't go well. So here's what I'm thinking, right? It was right around Christmas, maybe like the week before Christmas. Oh, this is recently. Yeah. I got a wild hair up my ass and I was like, I want to go on a date. Like, I want to see what dating's all about, right? Because I did get out of something. I was like, maybe something shifted in me. Something feels different. I want to explore this feeling. But looking back on it, I really think I was just trying to sabotage Christmas for myself because it's like my mom passed away. I haven't been alone since. I had a boyfriend throughout that time who I started dating in my grieving period, which it's like, oof, that's a lot. Um, and then when that ended, I was like, damn, this is my first Christmas alone. Let me fucking ruin it. Right. So I met a nice Jewish boy on Facebook dating and he texted me and he was super, he was the first person I was interested in and that I found attractive and we were texting back and forth, I think Christmas Eve and he was going out to get Chinese food and go to dinner with his family and uh, then go see Avatar. That was his plan, right? Sounds like a good Christmas Eve. Sounds like a very Jewish Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. So we were texting and talking, and he was very sweet and very charming. And then at some point, like, I look away. Like, we're texting all day, and then maybe around 7 o'clock, I'm like, aren't you guys going to the movies soon? Like, how are we still having this back and forth? And he's like, oh, we were supposed to go, but I think my mom's backing out. Like, in real time right now, I think my mom's canceling. And I'm like, now that is a Jewish tradition. Like, mom not wanting to go to the movies last minute. I grew up, I'm an honorary Jew. I have a lot of Jewish friends. Uh, the girl I lost my virginity with was Jewish. The one who set me up with the pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you said that. It took me a second to process what just was said. Oh, she was a fucking horrible person. Like, we were such good friends. And I realized it wasn't until, like, years after I stopped hanging out with her that I realized she fucking set me up a lot, dude. But that's different. We'll go back to her. I mean, we, can, we have time. So, I'm on... So, I, I'm texting the guy... He, like, I make the joke about mom pulling out of dinner or whatever, not wanting to go to the movie. And he was, like, legitimately upset. Like, his whole mood shifted. His whole tone shifted. And I was like, aw. I was like, you sound really 
like upset and he was like I am like just big like angry letters and I was like oh my god okay anyways so I kind of like gave him room to chill I was like okay I'll talk to you later or whatever yeah and uh, I'm in the middle of talking to my friend and he starts so I had this picture of myself at the Christmas parade standing in front of this huge light up menorah right that I sent him earlier in us talking I was like how's this for you know Christmas Eve or something yeah um and he texts me, he's like, oh, your your legs look so hot in that picture, and I can't stop thinking about it. Like, things got very sexual and very, like, aggro very quickly after mom says she wasn't going to dinner or going to the, see Avatar with him, and he got all moody. So, so now he's just fuck. like, yeah, dude, now he's just, like, very sexual. And I'm, like, talking to a woman that I think of as, like, an aunt to me, and I'm like, I'm kind of busy right now, I can't really, you know, whatever this is. And then he sends me a picture of, like, his hand on his dick. And I'm like, wow, this escalated so quickly. Was it a good-looking dick? It was under the it was under the boxers. So wow. no, it, it didn't look good under the boxers. The boxers had lint on them. Like, there were black boxers. No. There's lint on them. I can yeah. see that your room's under-decorated. I mean, like, you're 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, like, no, if you're doing, like, a dick through the boxers, and this is for everybody listening... Like, you need the proper lighting. Mm -hmm. You need it so that, like... First off, a dick through the boxers can look so so much bigger. Like, it can look great. And it didn't. That's always been my thing when a girl's like, oh, send me something. It's the dick through the boxers. Because, like, I wear, like, the spandex things. So, like, it really shows it. You know what I'm saying? When it's just, like, like full full staff... It, uh, like, I mean, that thing is, like, pow, out the side. And you're like, god damn, that thing looks impressive. Like, right? I, I've masturbated to pictures of my dick. Like, That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And he, he did not, it was very disappointing. But I was like, whatever. I'm on one. I'm, I'm trying shit out. I'm going to be, I'm going to be wild this Christmas. I'm going to go out of my comfort zone. I'm going to see what the world has to offer. And uh, I was like, all right, so, because we had made plans to go out Christmas Day, get Chinese food, and go see Puss in Boots. He really wanted to see Puss in Boots. Supposedly better than Avatar. He wanted to see it for a second time, though. That's weird. Yeah, right? I mean, maybe it's a really good movie. He fucking, dude, he sold me on it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But after getting all the dick pics and whatever, after that, um, I sent him, like, a more risque photo, right? Nothing crazy, you know, no spread eagle, fucking like crazy shit, but a little more like suggestive. And he was like, bro, fuck that shit. Come over right now. Like his whole tone was so different. And I was like, man, got him all like tense and hot and bothered. And he was like, come over right fucking now. And I was like, no, I'm busy. I'm doing shit. I actually had to go see my bitch boy that night. So that's what I was doing Christmas Eve. Um, what an interesting Christmas Eve you had. <laughs> I think it's just a Tuesday. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm like, no, I'll see you tomorrow, whatever. So the next day he texts me at like two something. I was just waking up because it was a long night, Christmas Eve, right? And I usually go to bed late and wake up late. So he's like, are we still on for tonight? And I was like, yeah, sure. And the fact that he was begging me to come over Christmas Eve, I thought we were throwing dinner and movie out. I thought we were like, man, fuck that. We're fucking, right? Like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna do it. Were you just gonna fuck him though? Would you have? So I'll get there, man. I promise. Well, I mean, like at that point. That was what I was, I was like, you know, like I said, caution to the wind, trying something different, going outside my comfort zone. And let's just say by the end of this, it reinforced my, my feelings about my own abstinence and like, 
no interest in casual sex whatsoever. Bad apples. Sport fucking. No, it wasn't that, dude. It wouldn't. It just wasn't. It just wasn't it. And I think even if it was okay, even if it had been, it would have been once. It would have been like you know whatever the word is for like like a. Whatever. Fuck, I don't have the words, dude. A one-night stand? No, but it would have been like a, a flash fling? in the pan. It would have been like a shot in the dark. I don't know. I can't think of the fucking a thing. Fling? Yeah. No, it would have been good once, and then it would have oh. been trash. Even if it was good, it would have been it's good once. One-hit one wonder. Yeah. Like, one-hit wonder. Sure, I like that. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? No, I'm just saying. So it wouldn't have, like, revived something in me. Like, no, like, I mean... So, um... So he texted me, are we still on for tonight? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so, like, it... 7 o'clock, he's like, so what showing do you want to go see the movie? It was like 8.30 or 10. And I was like, oh, fuck, you still want to go to the movie? Like, I thought I was just going to come over at, like, midnight. We were going to, like, like fuck or something, right? So uh, I was like, 10, I guess, because now I'm all caught up. See, I fucked up. Christmas Day, I'm at the Kava Bar. Fucking friends of mine that I haven't seen all year are showing up. People I love and cherish are walking through the door. And I have this date with some rando who sends bad dick pics on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, like stupid, stupid, stupid. I have this friend. He's so hot. I've always been in love with him. He got me a fucking Christmas gift. And like he shows up and gave me a Christmas. I mean, he knows I'm I'm super into him. I've been friend zoned more than most people, dude. I swear to God. At least by the guys I'm interested in. They always friend zone me. Probably because they're virgins and I'm intimidating. He's a virgin? Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fascinating. Dude, I... What is your type? Oh, bro, do I have a type? I just got read to filth before I came here because I showed someone a picture of me in high school with my boyfriend at the time, Ryan, the, the first love I had. And she goes, oh, there's a theme. Like, every guy I date looks like, I don't know, this, I don't want to, like, I don't want to describe him. I don't want to describe him. I'll tell you off the, I'll tell okay. you off the mic. Um, yeah, guys, so just randomly, if you see Sin, shoot your shot. It <laughs> might be your type. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, put it this way. My my drag queen twin walked up to me when I was sitting next to my friend who got me this Christmas gift. And he was like, what are your intentions with my sister? And I was like, oh, it's not like that. I was like, we're just friends. He's like, I don't know. He's white, skinny, and he juggles. So I just assumed. And I was like, damn. Okay. Jugglers. Yeah, for what sure. Juggalos. Oh, fucking full on juggalo, dude. I have a I have a hatchet man necklace. Oh, Come on, dude, I'm from Ohio. Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> I have a full on di- diamond diamante encrusted uh, hatchet man necklace. Look at you. Yeah, I'm a hot. Have you been to the ga- gathering? I haven't. That's the only music festival I've ever been interested in. I've never been to a music festival. I think it's the only one that has wrestling as like the side gig. I <laughs> used to wrestle, man. I fucking let's go. Okay. I back. love wrestling. But back yeah. to the date. Back to the lame ass fucking date, right? <laughs> so I meet this guy. I'm like, fuck, I guess we're going to the movies. And then all my friends are showing up. I'm like, damn, I want to cancel, but I'm not going to cancel. I'm fucking fuck that. I'm, I'm going through with this. And he's like, so I guess we're not going to dinner. And I was like, I guess not. So, uh, <laughs> I like how this guy doesn't realize that he could have just fucked. Like, he clearly did the night before, Mr. Bro, come over. Like, what the fuck, dude? Now you're yeah. upset we're not going to dinner? Are you kidding me? But when you said, I, I think what he was reading it as was like, when you were like, no to that, he's like, fuck, okay, now I have to put in the work. <laughs> Oops, you might yeah, be right about that. I think I'm 100% right about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, whatever, man. He could have just asked. 
So then I meet him at the movie theater. He's standing out front. It's the coldest night of the year. Christmas was the fucking coldest night of the year, which I love. Yeah. I love cold weather. Oh, white Christmas. Yeah, right? And uh, Jewish Christmas. And he's standing outside vaping in like a blue hoodie, super handsome. And he looks me up and down and he goes, nice boots. You're almost my size. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, one of us is lying about being 5'11", dude. (laughs) 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 And I'm only 5'9", so, you know. I want to see your foot size. I'm a 10. I don't know. How are we looking? I don't know. I'm like a size 13. Yeah, no. It just looks similar because the boots are big. But Damn I'm, it. I'm just going to take a 10 shoe. Uh, look um, at these boots. No. Well, we do a damn sun. Where'd you find those, Texas? Yep. <laughs> yep. I should have guessed, because there's more than one pair of cowboy boots, so it's not like it's a fashion. The, the, the seal of Texas, a Texas flag. That's meaningless. There. You could just be a, I don't know. What, dude, just a like poser? really into politics. I could really show, I could show you a tattoo that solidifies it. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. it the, what is it? I call it my big ass Texas. Big ass Texas? Yeah. What it do, boo? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you after the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. So, I get there. Dude is instantly, like, you're, you look like you can take me in a fight. And I was, like, very feminine and, like, very sweet. And I was, like, I'm not going to be, like, bro dude energy with him. I'm going to be, like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And just, like, try to be as cutesy as possible. And so we go into the movie and he sits down next to me and he's, like, so do you, like, do you like this? And he's, like, touching his face. And I was, like, the movie? And he's, like, no, you know, do you like this? And I was, like, you're facial hair (laughs) he's like yeah yeah i was trying something new and i'm like i mean yeah you're a good looking guy you can pull it off i guess you know i've never met you before so to me this is your face yeah this this is who you are yeah i have nothing to compare it to this is ground zero of your face so he goes are you gonna give me any room on the armrest and i'm like oh i'm sorry and i kind of moved the armrest is like literally pencil so i move my arm over a little bit He's like, no, no, no. And he wraps his arm around me, grabs my hand, and starts caressing my hand, and then puts his head on my shoulder. Super fucking weird move, right? It's super weird. I bring this thing out in men, which really does help in the dominatrix world, dude. Where they're, I'm literally mommy, (laughs) dude. (laughs) (laughs) I ever been fucking you or called you mommy? All the time. That's your thing? Yeah. I mean, not fucking me necessarily, but like hooking up, sure. I did have a sub, one of my first serious subs, who uh, I was his mommy. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I've, I mean, that's a really rare thing to be a, like, a mommy in it. Like, a mommy dom. Really? You think? I, yeah, I, maybe. I've never, like... I don't encounter many. Yeah, I don't think there's that many. Like, yeah. And I think it's definitely, uh, uh, call it? Niche. Yeah, like, one that, like, I think there's more of a, a want for from a lot of guys, because, I mean... Girls with daddy issues, there's guys with mommy issues. Every, every boy wants a mommy. Exactly. Every single fucking one, dude. When people are like, oh, he treats me like I'm his mom and I don't want a man like that. Yep, every, that's every man. Every man needs that to some extent. Yeah. Every man wants a place to like lay their head and have their head scratched and be told they're good and great and handsome. And like, guys need that shit, dude. I'm, I'm just popping a stiff at you. Yeah, and I, fully <laughs> and I, I don't just support it, I fully believe it. Like, it's not an act for me. I yeah. genuinely care about that experience for men. I think it's a healthy and good experience to have, and I think that a lot of men need that. Um, but 
this guy. So I immediately brought that out of Mr. You're almost as tall as me. And he's got his head on my shoulder and then he's like trying to cuddle me. And then by the end, he's like bitching about how he came to see Puss in Boots with his friends and they didn't like it enough. And he told me the animation. I was with him on how great this movie was until he told me the animation was better than Into the Spider-Verse. The fuck? That's, I feel like that's like comparing like apples and pineapples. Like they're completely different modes and also like into the spider-verse i know this is just gonna be me nerding out a little bit come on give it, it to like me. did a lot of like breaking like groundbreaking ways in which of animation, animation. storytelling yeah like, it's a fucking it was movie. insane like i mean just that whole scene where he's jumping out off of the the building like the way in which you see how they break that down this is what this podcast is about uh, <laughs> <laughs> huge dude no i agree I, fucking fully agree dude and he lost me with that one he lost me completely i was like oh man this guy kind of sucks right and you could tell he's been good looking his whole life so oh that's an issue hot his whole life he told me he lived with his parents and his grandparents and that he would explain it to me later and i was like okay whatever when we sat down i asked him what he did for a living he goes i don't know if i should tell you like the guy was too cool like t- way too cool for me and uh he doesn't sound cool Everything yeah, you said makes him sound like a fucking loser. He is a fucking loser, but like in his world, like in, you know, just the standard way we judge, like he's like, he's a Chad bro, dude. He's like a, he's like a fucking complete, like shell of a human. No offense to all the Chad bros out there, but like. They're very happy people being service level. Fucking super happy. Like, I mean, you But they're also very easily shaken by anything that doesn't fit into their body. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so, I don't know what this man was expecting, but he didn't get it with me, I guess. But the weird thing. So then, uh, what did he fucking tell me? Oh, he goes, I don't know if I should tell you what I do for work. And I was like, come on, what are you, secret agent? And he was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And I was like, FBI? And he was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. And I was like, porn star? He goes, no. I was like, gay porn star? He goes, yeah, you got me, you got me. I was like, all right, that explains the facial hair. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, no, I'm a professional poker player. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Did you see the way you both just got so quiet? <laughs> you both parents? just looked at me like, the fuck he is, dude. Yeah. Not like, a very good one. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, that's just another way of saying I don't have a job. <laughs> Trace's face just said, skirt. Like, just like, <laughs> hold up. Like so, this fucking guy. No job, obviously. So, because I tried Googling him after, and he's not anywhere on anything. My uncle plays semi-professional poker. You could find him in a minute. Yeah. Like, this guy doesn't exist, so come on. So he told me he lived with his parents and grandparents, and uh, that he would explain later. It's a long story, and I'm not, I don't judge, you know, Sounds whatever. Like it's 2023, bro. Like, who isn't? If you live with your parents and your grandparents, you're a very lucky person. Yeah. I'm an orphan, bro. I wish I lived with my fucking parents. So afterward, he's like, so what do you want to do? I'm like, "Uh, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? And I'm like, do you want to go to the Kava bar? And he just scoffs at me. He's like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, am I still invited over to your house? And he was like, yeah, of course. When are we fucking, bro? Like, that was the whole point. Bro, you need to come the fuck over right now. Like, where's that energy? This is such a fucking thing that guys have been, like, do nowadays. (sighs) Where they're like, they don't want to be the one that puts it out there. Dude. Because, like, they're like, and I don't know why it is. It's just very simple. Let me come back to my place. 
Like, that's it. Like, if you if you don't see it going anywhere, just shoot your fucking shot. Like, what do you have to lose? I don't know, dude. Maybe they're afraid. Yeah, of being rejected is probably part of it. And also just, I don't know, afraid of asking for consent. Like, maybe it ruins it for them. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, that might be like, they want you to want it, but they don't want you to want it too bad. But, like, you know, so I was like, you know, am I invited over? He goes, yeah, sure. I'll follow you to your house. I love, yeah, sure. What a... <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, totally. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, so now I'm in my head. I'm like, Cynthia, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? This guy is so lame, but he's super hot. <laughs> like, probably one of the hottest guys I've ever been on a date with, right? I love how that's, like, the woman's mentality. It's like, I'll just fuck him. No, I'm not I'm not speaking for all women. Yeah. Dude. I am I, not speaking I'm for speaking all women. I'm speaking for a lot of women. That's you exactly are? the mentality that they have. I didn't I know you identified. I do this podcast regularly. <laughs> you like, never fuck someone for being hot? I fucked somebody because they were there. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love how that's men's mentality. Yeah. If it moves, fuck it. Yeah, like, that's the thing. But, like, for, like, women, they're like, they're like, oh, if I really like him, I'm not going to fuck him. I, uh, that's never been that's me. Like, like, what the I'm fuck? very happy that you're smart like that. That's never been me. There's so many me. women that are just like, listen, I see a good future with him. We're not going to fuck. But this guy, he doesn't have anything in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> He is a giant muscle. I'm gonna fuck him. Like it's like not like that. That shouldn't be the case, <laughs> dude. I think I cannot picture a future with anyone that I don't know well enough. I don't. I have a hard time. Not to sound like fucking Mother Teresa, but I have a very hard time judging people based on like superficial interactions, right? So for all I know, I mean, I've been in a situation similar to this where I did end up getting into a relationship with somebody and, uh, that's, that's, that was a fun, that was a fun time, but same kind of idea. And I didn't think that it was going anywhere. I never think it's going anywhere. No, that's, that's... I absolutely never think it's going to go anywhere. If it goes somewhere, that's a fucking surprise to me. Yeah. That's my... an absolute shock to me. No. And that's why I've been taking the mentality of like, let's just go out. And let's see what it is. Because I don't know if we're going to be friends. I don't know if we're going to just, like, be Most fuck buddies. Friends, yeah. I don't know if we're going to end up dating. Like, And I hate putting that on, like, dating sites because it's, like, oh, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like, And then a lot of people are just turned off by that because they're like, I just want to find the love of my life. I'm like, bro, if you're going out there looking for the love of your life, like, you're not going to find... Like, if every date is either, like, oh, this is going to be the person I'm going to marry... Or this is just going to be, like, no. Like, you're getting rid of so many options off the table. Like, you could be good friends with this person. They could, You guys could just be amazing fucks for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what it's going to be until you experience each other in person. Like, and that's why I put on the dating apps. Like, it is about, like, it is mostly just let's see what happens. Let's go with the flow and see it. And women hate that. Like, it's almost like there's no, there's absolutely no, not almost like there's no room for nuance. There's no room for even thinking about just everything we've talked about. If I was on the outside listening, I could hear somebody going, so what is it? Is she celibate? Is she not celibate? Is she into yep. guys? Is she not into guys? Blah, blah, blah. People are multifaceted and multi-layered. And if you listen to what people are saying, they've explained, or I've, at least in this setting, I've explained everything and every decision or thought I've had up until this point. Yeah. Still doesn't change the baseline. But of course, as human beings, we always want to experiment, test our boundaries, see where we stand. Like, 
It's like saying you never want to argue, right? How do you know where you stand if you're never willing to argue with people or to have a debate? Like, I have had friends who live in an echo chamber who only want to be surrounded by people they agree with. I'm horny. <laughs> Trace found an I'm horny card in the middle of... He's just trying to let me know subliminally that I've got him rock hard and chubbed up in his home. Yeah. He even grabbed a little blanket to put across his lap, guys. <laughs> It's not a boat anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's hot as fuck, bro. Sid's been taking off clothes. He puts a blanket over his lap. Oh, my God. It's not cold in here. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, there's no room for nuance. There's no... (laughs) (laughs) He just flashes his boner, everybody, and it is impressive. (laughs) Through the blanket, damn. (laughs) Where did that come from? It's our magic trick. (laughs) You know, I fucking hate magicians, but that's a whole different... <gasps> you can fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> We're both done with Look at this. Look at all these playing cards I have in this drawer. I will. Ex- I promise you can put me on the witness stand. You can grill me for that. I will explain. I will explain. I don't hate them anymore, but I have like a long-standing uh, rivalry with magicians. Dude. Rivalry with yeah. magicians. Not yeah. even like just hatred. Like, you guys fight? Yeah. Yeah. Por qué? Por uh, I got uh, held against my will by a magician once. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fucking rope me into your shenanigans so that you can get everyone else to crowd around us and watch your shitty show for 30 minutes, dude. The fuck? I'm like grieving, crying, going through like the loss of a friend. And this fucking magician walks up to me and he just goes, hey, did you, uh, did you drop this? And I was like, nope, not mine. And he was like, Really? Because it looks like something you would... And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he starts going into this whole fucking act. And I'm just not having it, but he won't let me leave. He keeps handing me things and like pulling me into this fucking show. And I'm like minutes away from homicide. I was so angry. And the reason he did it, I could see this is kind of his thing, is he goes to different places. He finds a woman in the room, goes to her, gets her roped in to work for him for free and slaves her for 30 fucking minutes against her will because then all the weird dudes will come crowd around and be like, oh, girl. And, uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, magicians can... I've done talk to your people, man. I, I, I'll <laughs> say this: I've done magic on like Clematis Street, just at bars, and normally it's just going up to people and be like, "Hey, you guys want to see a magic trick?" No. Yeah, honestly, you're the, you would be the first person that's ever said no to that, and I'd just be like, "That's interesting. That's fascinating." Yeah, no means no. You yeah, no. Listen, no, no means no. If anyone I, knows, yeah, I have. Yeah, if anybody knows, knows means knows. Uh, so anyway, back to this date that we just keep on like postponing with side stories. You, well, last question: Do you know Tommaso, the great Tommaso? No. He's a magician. You don't know magician? No, I he was at the last show. Well, I thought they all knew each other. No, I mean, like, I'm not, like, a professional magician. <laughs> oh, I just okay. do, like, street magic. Okay. I, I haven't done it in, like, a year or so. Is it really. weird now that I want to see your magic, though? Uh, that sounds like another way of saying you want to see my dick. Is <laughs> <laughs> that how you feel about your magic? I mean, to be fair, you did just pull out a magic penis. I know, I did. <laughs> it's not that different. It's kind of like femdom massage. So, anyways, this date, right? So I follow him back to his grandmother's house, right? Yeah. And we get there. It's a beautiful, nice house in West Boynton. And he tells me to leave my shoes outside. I take my shoes off. He goes, I have to be quiet. I was like, of course. I don't want to wake people up. It's one o'clock in the morning. Your family is sleeping in here. And we get into the house. Everything is white. White floors, white walls, white furniture, white flowers in a white flower pot. 
mirrored walls like a just p diddy party white on white on white dude exactly like a p diddy party and uh i'm like well that's stark and we walk through the house we go to his room which is messy as fuck and family guys on the tv right and i'm like i mean you know what that means dick's gonna be fire messy room family guys on the tv dick's gonna be fire <laughs> so, Damn, i should i should never clean up my room I'm like, look at this this is it clean like <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was his room clean dude but i go in i chuckle a little bit i'm like whispering to him and i chuckle about something and he was like maybe i should change the tv so you don't make any noise and i'm like Am I not supposed to make any noise at all? That sounds or creepy. Am I not supposed to be here? Because that changes everything. If I'm yeah. not supposed to be here, I don't want to fucking be here. It's one thing to be quiet because you have family in your house. It's completely different if you're sneaking me in as a 30-year-old <laughs> professional poker player into your fucking grandparents' house, right? Really choosing a winner here. Dude, I maybe that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've been yeah, known to choose some real winners, dude. I mean, you guys are happily married with families and stuff, right? You guys are oh, killing totally. it. Totally. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why All we're right, doing this podcast. Like... Right? <laughs> <laughs> because right. I am happily in a relationship. <laughs> 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 Fucking call me out. So. <laughs> um, so we're in the bedroom, and we're just kind of laying there awkwardly. And, because, uh, you know, in flirting with him, I talked about giving him a massage. Yeah. And I have that on my dating profile. I've actually gotten a couple clients from it, which is cool. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, do a massage, maybe flirt, whatever, maybe fuck. Like, that's kind of the plan. We kiss. The kissing's bad. We're making out. The making out is crunchy, dude. Crunchy? Crunchy. How? Like, nothing's fitting. Like, nothing. Our bodies don't work well together. It's, like, very blocky and, like, uncomfortable. But I was like, all right, so now I'm getting into that headspace of like, let's just fucking get this over with. This is going to suck, you know? There's no chemistry, no chemistry at all. Like, he seemed nervous. He's touching my boobs like a two-year-old, you know, like just like boobies. As you you said, you you are attracted to virgins, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Not specifically virgins. That makes me seem like a predator. Like, I'm not. I mean, we've already established you kind of are. Oh, yeah. The the prey becomes the prey. I was always the predator. (laughs) I fucking me 11 year old me was the predator dude that's the plot twist you didn't expect i was i was praying you were, on you just, <laughs> at the same time you can't tell me that 11 years old i didn't have an, a concept of consent i understood consent no. and that's like the big difference too between like times i have been in sexually uncomfortable situations and times i haven't if i'm consenting to something whether or not the the average citizen feels comfortable with it that's not my fucking problem it's if i'm comfortable with it but if i'm uncomfortable with something that's when it's a fucking problem for me right so in this situation yeah i'm not just into virgins you know it's just that everyone is a virgin next to me that's not my fault <laughs> everyone is basically a virgin you have an so, interesting life sin. <laughs> the, the life of sin you know 100 so we like oh dude so we like make out and we fool around a little bit and then we're just kind of laying there awkwardly and I position myself to leave. I'm like, okay, well I start like sitting up, I check my phone and he's like, he shakes his shoulder at me, like shrugs his shoulder at me. And I'm thinking he wants that back massage we talked about. And I was like, what? And he's like, aren't you going to hold me? (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) 
No. <laughs> <laughs> like that has to like you have to put that ass to sleep. Dude. Like, that's what you that is the reward you get for that. What? Like <laughs> Dude, so I was like, oh, Sure, and I, you know, mommy sin comes out, and I was like, this guy needs to be held. All he wanted was a, he- a shoulder to put his head on. He didn't want to fuck. He doesn't know how to fuck. He doesn't even know how that works. He just needed to be held. I mean, you literally had sex with an adult child. Uh, Ew! <laughs> I didn't have sex with him. We fooled around. Oh, you did? He come? I can't recall honestly. So that was terrible sex. <laughs> Possibly. Did you come? No, definitely not at all. <laughs> not even close, dude. And it's that same like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I feel like I'm donating my time to the needy. Like, what am I doing here? So I'm like, yeah, of course. So I hold him, right? I'm like big spoon to a grown man for I don't know, maybe twenty or thirty minutes, and then I go to like shift my weight and. He's like, where are you going? Are you okay? And grabs my arm and wraps it around him again. I end up spooning this man for an hour and a half on Christmas Day. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. That was my, my Tinder date, Facebook date experience. Then I was talking to another guy and it fell off. I, after that night, that whatever got me interested in going on any dating app, it wasn't just that. It was, it's me. That's, I'm just the same as I was before I tried this, dude. It's just not where my head's at. I wanted to think maybe I could do something different and like have it be like fun and maybe like go out and just like enjoy hooking up again like I did when I was in my early 20s, but I don't. I've just really moved on from that place personally. Um, If I'm not deeply into somebody, it's just not going to be fun for me. It feels like a donation of my time, which it's like, dude, I could be doing a million things with my time. So there was this other guy I was talking to who I, I just fell off of the dating apps. I stopped talking to the other, you know, however many people I was chatting with and never went on another date. It was like two weeks ago. I went to Chick-fil-A on Lantana and I go into the Kava Sutra there. I eat my food. I'm walking out and getting ready to leave. I walked out the door. I was like, bye fuckers. I'll see you guys later because it's just a room full of my people, my friends. Yeah. And this fucking Uber pulls up behind my car and blocks me in. And this guy gets out. And he's like, oh, what's that? What you got over there? And I'm like looking around and I'm like, is he talking to me? What the fuck is he talking to? And he's talking about my Chick-fil-A cup. And he comes stumbling out of the truck and he walks over to me and he's like, what are you doing? What do you got going on, man? And I'm like, um, I'm getting ready to leave. I got to go do Uber Eats. And he's like, he's like, and I recognized him immediately, but I didn't want to. He was like, I know you. You're on Facebook dating, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, yeah, Cole, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you ghosted me. I was like, yeah, I did. Sorry, I'm not very good at I this. Li- I like how he was like, she ghosted me. Better block in her car. So <laughs> to talk to me. <laughs> oh, my God. And I felt kind of like, I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, did you meet someone you liked? And I was like, no, no, not The exact all. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> And this guy was like exactly what you imagine a dude leaving a rehab like that you'd run into at a gas station. He's got on like four. He's got on a fucking uh, what are these things called? Happy oh. sack accent. Oh, oh. <laughs> fanny pack. Fanny pack. You know, a fanny pack. He's got a crossbody bag and a book bag on, dude. A beanie. He's ready to carry shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
who's ready to carry the fuck out of some shit. It's like he's playing a vi- like a character in a video game, and he's like, I need all the storage. Dude, he was on his way to the fucking smoke shop in the same plaza. I was like, let me buy you a shell. Come into the Kaaba bar, I'll buy you a shell. So he comes into the bar. He goes over to the smoke shop. I tell everyone in the bar, I'm like, dude, this guy that I met on Tinder is outside. I invited him in. I kind of invited him in for everyone to have like a good laugh that that yeah. happened, right? So he comes in. And the bartender was like, well, don't judge him on your first, like, interaction with him. Like, let's, let's suss him out. Let's see how he does. He goes, let's see if he pays for your round of, of drinks, right? I was like, I doubt it, man. Well, you did say, let me buy you a, tr- a shell. I did. Like, I did. So I, I that's fair. sussing out on that. No, like, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's what the bartender wanted to do. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think so, man. So we go in and we sit down. The guy comes in and... I order for him because he doesn't know what the fuck to order and I get something and then the bartender's like Cole first round on you and he was like nah bro I just spent all my money ringing up I would but I had to re-up so and I was like damn what'd you re-up on and he didn't tell me so red flag yo huge he's going right back into rehab he was living at the motel 6 on 95 in lantana that's the story he was telling i didn't know that when i was texting him or whatever dude online dating what can i tell you dude no online dating is a detriment to society (laughs) like i know we have the podcast and everything but i've been saying this for a long time it's like it's good for the endorphin rush of like yeah somebody thinks i'm hot but other than that, like, you're not going to find love on that. I want to see your dating profile. I'll show it to you after this. Not right now? I mean, like, you can go through it. It's mostly me making jokes. Is it? Yeah. What like, dating apps are you on? I don't know. I'm just, I got kicked off of Hinge. That's the only one I'm <laughs> Kicked <laughs> off of Hinge? Yeah, because apparently asking girls, do you think Tarzan was a virgin before he met Jane, or if he was clapping gorilla cheeks, <laughs> is a no-no. <laughs> Damn, bro. Touchy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Everyone's so soft. Yeah. Pussies. I know. Fucking get it together. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I just, I mean, I would show it to you now. It's just like, I feel like it would just be dead air. If you, no worries. If no you're worries. Reading these no things. dead air. What are the, here, I'll read you part of my, uh, uh, part of my bumble. It's one of my favorite things, and some women hate it, and some women love it. And Please. It says, Old dating traditions are out. My new tradition is taking turns complaining about the moon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love that. I know, right? That sounds fantastic. I think it's great. <laughs> I was just like, let's go with something really bizarre. Yeah, I would swipe. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I w- also, look at this. Look at this picture of me touching my toes. Okay. I. <laughs> you... Don't realize how good looking you are. <laughs> Use that fucking picture, dude. You're just trying to look bad. Dude. Oh, that's the main picture. Okay, yeah. that's much better. Yeah. Okay, dude. I know I'm good looking. Fuck. Don't get wrong. Get yeah, me wrong. Not according to that picture, dude. You're like, really? I like that picture. Um, I bet. Yeah. I bet you do. I'm, I'm touching my toes. <laughs> Looks like an optical illusion. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. Is it? What? No, How I do I know really if you actually do that? T- <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't see it. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, I that's <laughs> He's doing magic at me, dude. More physical I'm props. Upset him. I'm sorry. Is that a huge antenna? No, it's a It looks a, it's like a, a car antenna. 
It was a huge car into it. Like a Honda Civic. <laughs> I put my dick in this end. And it's an odd piece. Good night. Yeah, visual gags for an audio podcast. <laughs> How do you feel about sounding? Uh, is, that's where they, they shove it into it. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be against it with, like, the right thing. It's just, like, there's this story that, like, went around the internet. Okay. Where this dude, like, put something in it and then he never found it again. <laughs> like, bro, I don't know about that. Oh, dude. I, I've never heard that one. Yeah, it was, sure like, it's, heard. like, in this, like, series of, like, six stories. Like, there's one where the dude, like... Was uh, he put his butt at the bottom of a pool because <gasps> that story scares you know the shit story I'm talking about? Oh my god! Where it ripped I, out his intestines. Yes, I heard that story when I was a little kid, mm, yeah. and it fucked me up ever since, dude. Yeah. Oh, I have a very visual. Like I can imagine things, but I don't even like having shit described to me. That eight-year-old me couldn't take it, dude. I heard that story so long ago. It's an old story. It is, dude. It can't be true, though. I think I looked it up eventually, and it's impossible. I just don't see how that could be that strong of a point. It's not. It, just so you guys know, the story is a man found out that, or a, a, he was like a teenager, he found out that the suction on his pool, when he would uh, put his butthole on it, it would give him pleasure. And what happened was, like, he did it, and it, ca- it caused a vacuum where it sucked out his... Uh, it basically prolapsed his anus and sucked out his large intestine, uh, and they had to cut it off. And so then he had like gastro problems the rest of his life because of that. Oh, yeah. No, I heard that it was a little boy and he died. Uh, the story. It's like clearly like an urban legend, yeah. Thing, dude. Yeah. There was like a little boy who was swimming and he went like to the bottom of the pool to get something and he just got like his asshole sucked up by the floor no, of the pool. This one was more. Dude, <laughs> and they just like found him like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounding, I'm not against it. It's just like it, it seems a little like scary. I'm sure most things are scary, you know. Yeah. Before you've tried them or had any experience like, with them. Like I don't think this could fit in my dick, though. If that's what you were asking. That's what it made me. I mean, honestly, I just wanted to know if that's really what that was for. That's where the whole line of questions. Do you think that like my dick is like that could the, fit the whole dick. of my yeah, like Shane Diesel or <laughs> Shorty Mac? Yeah. <laughs> Were their dick holes just like a long slit, like yeah. a three inch? Like, There's this video on like E fucked. You guys know E fucked. Oh, What's yeah. that? <laughs> e fucked. <laughs> Go to efucked.com <laughs> and change your life. Where uh, like it's like it's Shane Diesel and it, he has this girl and he's like, now put your finger in it. And like she takes like her pinky and she like shoves it into the dick, tip of his dick. Oh, that's dope. Like easily. Shane Dieselly? Yeah. Shane Diesel. <laughs> I like how like we use like maybe three questions. <laughs> okay, so I did think of something that I wanted to go back to though. When it comes to dating, like how okay, so I, I got into a relationship, like how attraction works for me. The last guy I dated, I've known him for probably eight years. Yeah. Never found him attractive. Not once in all the years I knew him. He used to date my old roommate. They were he used to date fucking everyone I knew, frankly, honestly, right? Standard. Yeah. And then I mean it's like worth like the fuck. But one day <laughs> I was he was standing up back, we'd become really good friends, and I just remember looking at him and being like, damn. He's kind of beautiful. Like, just suddenly I was super attracted to him and I couldn't unsee it. And that attraction will come to me in like the weirdest way. So usually I'm friends with somebody for a super long time. And then one day I suddenly find them attractive. 
and it's such a random thing. But at the same time, once the relationship's over, you're not attractive to me anymore. It's gone. It's gone, and it's so gone. It's like, it's weird. I look back at a picture and be like, huh, that's, that's so weird. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I saw a picture of uh, one of my exes the other day, and I felt the same thing. I was like, I was into her. I think a lot of people experience that. When you're in love with somebody, they become the most beautiful person you've ever seen. Yeah. Granted, I saw one of my exes the other day, and I was like, how the fuck did I get you? Like, <laughs> not that she was, like, so hot. It was just, like, the differences and, like, the way in which we are. Like, she was, like, very, like, posh and, like, put together. And, I mean, you can see my apartment. Like, <laughs> I'm a slob. I'm like, how, how did we come to be because this doesn't add up to me like that's a track man that's it opposites like, a track that's a very real thing yeah because i get it i'm a super slob also this isn't super slob though this is like very clean to me i normally have a maid but i've had to cancel that for a while so really yeah. podcast not doing so well yeah the podcast isn't <laughs> killing it yeah we have our total of zero paid advertisers. Uh, I know, right? Wow. I mean, it doesn't help that I do this maybe like on a random basis, but every Sorry. time it comes out on a Tuesday. Every time. <laughs> every time it's a Tuesday. So you just have to roll those dice if you subscribe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> People will love that. Dude. I know, right? Oh, man. Well, we're, we're at like an hour and a half right now. That's a lot. That's normally when we, we tend to kind of ended so do you have anything else that you want to say crashing into women on the freeway to get their information what's that that's the way that some people actually like how you're just reading the questions (laughs) but there's stories of people that do that like that's how they they like find girls some of them shut the fuck up i'm so out of the loop dude dude it's wild that's another I'm the most in the loop with the dating scene that you've ever seen, and I don't date that often anymore. I'm just so tired. <laughs> tired. Tired's the word. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm not interested in dating at One this point. One of my friends my found my Bumble, and it said, like, oh, you'll find me most nights doing comedy. And she was like, you know that that says that, like, you're not open to date these women. And I'm like, yeah, but, like... I'm not. (laughs) That's the truth. I'm doing comedy. That's who I'm dating now is comedy. That's what it is. is I'm 24-7. Like, if I'm not working, I'm doing this. Like, I I don't stop. This weekend was the first time in a long time. I've been like, I don't have anything booked. I'm not going to try to do anything. So you showed up to a comedy show. So I showed up to a comedy (laughs) show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to support the Scum family. Or the official change has happened. No, March. March. We're going to go what? next month. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you off the air. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. look for big things that are happening with the Scum family. Mm-hmm. Big, huge. Yeah, big, massive, girthy things. <laughs> <laughs> you could stick a finger in it. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Uh, so, Sid, do you yeah. have anything that you want to plug? Anything coming up? Uh, yeah. The show. Come to the show. Yeah. Gaetano, help me out. This Saturday, propaganda. You can reach out to either Trace, Scum Comedy, myself. If you want to book Sin for her massages or Dom or not, uh, we have tons of openings for different shows. If anyone wants to book us as a team, we have yeah. plenty to go. We bring magic. We got everything. We want to do a circus act kind of a, you know, 
Sideshow. Sideshow, yeah. Vaudevillian. Absolutely. Yeah, we're evolving. Uh, but that's, right. yeah, my current show right now is working with Gaetano and doing yeah. the Femdom comedy show. That is my number one uh, place to see and be seen. Um, and it's a propaganda, so please, please, yeah, come through. And if I had, and I know you asked me earlier, if I had a mission statement or something I'd like to share with a, a younger version of myself, um, no crack, no heroin, no married men. Those are three rules to live by. And you'll never did go you, wrong. Did you break those? As a never. Okay. No. <laughs> so no, you absolutely you kicking ass. Yeah, you live by that. Dude. I mean, that's a pretty. I've standard. never done any hard drugs. I've never, and I don't. Married men are just don't uh, do it. Don't date people in relationships. People don't go for that. Stop like, fucking around with people who are in relationships. I don't fuck with people freshly out of rehab or freshly out of relationships. No, I'm with you. I've had like over the last few weeks, like a few married women hit on me. I'm just oh, like fucking gross. I'm like I'm not about this, but like if you just like jumped on me, I wouldn't say no. Like yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's where it's like I'm not doing anything at that point. That's yeah. you forcing yourself on me and me being like, ah, let's see how that goes. Mm. I'm not gonna seek it. No, I won't do it, dude. Like, you're dead to me if you're in a relationship. You absolutely have like you're like a Ken doll. You have just a smooth area downstairs. I'm you have no. Yeah, I don't. I don't like messy, and I don't like being like close proximity to mess. I'm with you on that. Yeah, despite everything. I was about to say this this apartment. <laughs> no, 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 dude. <laughs> like interpersonal mess. No, you know, fuck that. that shit, dude. I do crazy shit in my life, but it's like good crazy, and it's all very much like just in the scope of like my personal experience. Yeah. I try not to like take away or or impede on other people's lives and and, and freedoms, you know? Like I'm fuck that you. shit. Tano, you got anything that you want to plug? The show, the comedy, we're making changes. I want to say something Sin told me that was really uh, profound that I appreciate. Uh, I was going through some hard times about a show not going well and I was talking through with her and uh, she said to me, the cost of learning is always worth it, just don't pay twice. And that, uh, that really resonated with me, and I learned that from Sin, it's stuck with me ever since, and I want to share it with everybody. Thanks. I like that, I, I really do. Um, for me, of course we have the show this weekend, I'm going to be doing the uh, New Faces, February 15th at the improv so i need y'all to show up for that fuck yeah so uh please come out to that put say that you're there to see me and nobody else of course not <laughs> and then february 25th we, we're back with the brk show yes sir uh that's gonna be on clematis street that should be a fun one and uh follow me on instagram at it's trace time and as always guys um i like to leave with a message and I think that really coming into this year, it's been a slow start for a lot of people. And, you know, finding your way, finding who you are, it's something that that's tough. We, we live in a society where it's so on demand right now that you need things. And just take the time to appreciate where you are. Because that's when you're going to find the most beautiful things in life. You can have your Instagrams and Facebooks where you're seeing everybody at their absolute best and you're looking at yourself at your worst. But that's not reality. Reality is sticky. Reality is, you know, slimy, grimy, and it's about getting through it to those beautiful points because you are loved. People want you in your life, in their lives, and it's just so easy to see past that and... I know every time that you guys listen to this, it makes me happy. It makes all of us just so ecstatic that you want to hear these stories 
and be a part of this. And it, it means the world to me, to everybody involved with this podcast. So I just want to say thank you guys, and we love you for that. Anyway, until next time.